to you and welcome to another riveting episode of Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina Jackson, the people expert, and I am the people expert because I help people with people, even if that person is themselves, because I say all the time, you think it's somebody else and it's really you standing in the need of some help. And so we bring you in this podcast, things that will help to inspire, to uplift, to assist you with speaking life to your life, speaking life to you, because the word is very clear. It says that life and death lie in the power of your own tongue. So what are you saying? What are you saying to yourself about yourself? What are you saying to yourself about your life? What are you saying about your relationships? What are you saying about your job or your business? You need to speak life. And so here, I get an opportunity to talk to some incredible people. I really am very fortunate and blessed that I know incredible, anointed, gifted, talented, smart, witty, funny, gorgeous people. And oh my goodness, do I have one for you today? Oh, I'm so excited because this young woman um, has a story to tell. She has a testimony because her test has become her testimony. But when I tell you she is just a flat-footed singer, she could sing you up under the table. She couldn't sing Mary Had a Little Lamb, and it'll cause you to want to go back to the altar and get saved again. I'm just saying. None other than my sister, Detroit's own Tasha Page Lockhart. Welcome. What up, though? What up? <laughs> a Detroit greeting. I had to. You had to go there. I what up, to. though? What up, though? What up, though? What up, though, with you? What's up? It's been a minute. It has. It has has been a minute. Way too long. Yeah, it's been been a long time. I told you this when I first got here that I was in tears, um, holding back tears because I did my makeup good today, so I didn't want to mess up my makeup. But I was holding (laughs) back tears when I was walking in because of the history that we share. Um, And we'll probably get into some of that stuff. But just seeing you reminded me of the work that I've done over the past few years. And so I just want to thank you publicly for who you've been to me in my life. We haven't physically spent a lot of time together, but just in those moments where, you know, I was in a crisis or I needed your advice on something and you just always made yourself available to me. And I just thank you. No, thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. We're not going to cry. Okay. So let's, let's just, let's, I want to take us back to Sunday's best. Okay. How did that even happen? So Sunday's best, shout out to Kenneth Wayne Daniels. Kenny. He used to come to a lot of my shows. Remember remember the limit on eight miles? Yes. I used to sing there all the time. Oh my God. On Wednesday nights. Okay. Live band. Okay. So he would always be at my shows at the limit, different shows I would do at the casinos. And when I was with um I used to sing with We Bone sometimes. And he would come to um Icon, Club Icon downtown. Okay. Um, and so he just followed me back over to the church. He would come to all my concerts and all. He was just always a supporter of my music. And um, I was actually um, rehearsing 
Midnight Train to Georgia to audition. Midnight Train to Georgia by the one and only Gladys Knight. Gladys. And, and everybody can't do a Gladys Knight song. I'm just going to say. Go ahead. I was rehearsing that for, I had an in-row to audition for the musical, for Motown the musical. Okay. So to sing that song and play her in the musical. Okay. And I was sitting on my bed rehearsing that, and then he called me and was like, you should audition for Sunday Best, and I'm going to pay for you because you missed the Detroit audition, so I'm going to pay for you to go to Texas. Wow. I said no at first. Uh-oh. And then why who, though? And guess but who why? Me? But why? I couldn't understand competition in gospel. I was like, how how are we competing in gospel when uh, what we do is the total opposite of that? Okay. So I didn't know how well I would still be able to do ministry with the competition. Okay. So he, uh, I said no. And then guess who called me an hour later? Who? Monica, my cousin Monica. She actually sent me a text and said. Here's the audition songs for Sunday Best. You need to audition. And I was just like, God, you thank you for it. confirmation. Yeah. Thank you for confirmation. I said, God, you just really have a, a sense of humor. And so I, I shifted gears and I started looking at the auditions. And he flew me to Texas. My number was four thousand one hundred thirteen. For hold on, I'm gonna write that down because somebody told me that the lottery. <laughs> Four hundred four thousand four one one three one one three. Play it in a box. That's a shame. That's just. But you know the the word doesn't say anything about about gambling. So because if we really take the mindset of you should not take a chance, then you wouldn't invest money. Invest money, no. Because the stock market Absolutely. is taking a chance. So why can I play the stock market, but I can't play mm-hmm. the Powerball? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm okay. Sorry. okay, that's okay. okay. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. Because I got anything, enough. Anything you do too much of is bad for you. Right. You too know? much of. Yeah. Too That's much. Why we of. have to do everything in moderation. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. So you were number four thousand one hundred and thirteen. Yes, ma'am. And I went through all the steps. I what was the song? I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I surrender. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah. And so. Um, I went, I went through all of the steps and then, so out of that year, I think maybe like almost close to a hundred thousand people auditioned. Wow. They had to narrow it down to the top 100. Okay. I made the top 100. Top 100. Out of, wait a minute, top 100. I'm writing all this down. Mm-hmm. Out of how many? I, I said a hundred thousand, but I think it's 10,000. I'm sorry. 10,000. 10,000 people auditioned. I was number 4,113 out of the top. Out of the out of ten thousand, they had to narrow it down to the top one hundred. And you were in the top one hundred. Do you remember what your number? No, I don't know what my number. No, was. you was just one of the one hundred. Yes, I was one of the one I who did ninety nine. And a half. Okay, won't won't do. <laughs> but I was one of the ones. Then they had to narrow it down to the top twenty. Top twenty. I was number twenty one. Uh oh, let that sink in. It's a sea lot moment. Let that sink in. I want y'all to think about that. I was number 21. And then what happened? Somebody couldn't pass a background check. Ooh-oh. So the last Ooh-oh. day Ooh-oh. that the list was supposed to be turned into the network. Okay. This is what the executives told me. Okay. Girl, you almost didn't make it. This after I won. I'm like, what you talking about? Oh, uh, after you won. They said. They came back and told you, you almost didn't even make it because you was number 21 was number and 21. not number 20. You was really an alternate. Ooh. Come oh, on, okay. Jesus. 
for the alternate. They pass a background check and they move me up the day the list was supposed to be turned into BET. Thank you, Lord. Do you Thank know they you, how God. they say that the 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 things of the wicked <laughs> the are laid the up for the judge. For the just. So now the wicked one couldn't get through. They was there and they were good. But they couldn't get through mm-hmm. and opened up the door for you. Yes. And you were in the top 20 and went on to win the show. To win the show. I so remember us uh, hanging and celebrating and screaming and hollering and voting and voting and Mm -hmm. voting and voting (laughs) Uh, because her family is like family to me. So, you know, when when the texts go out to the family, I'm a part of the text stream. So I was like, yes, we just, yes, we're doing it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I was so excited. So let me ask this question because I want to go back to when you said you said no. Mm hmm. Because one of the things that I tell people is that there is uh, there's self-defeating attitudes and behaviors and self-supporting attitudes and behaviors. Mm-hmm. And so one of the self-supporting attitudes is knowing when to say yes mm. and having the courage to say yes. Mm-hmm. And then the same about the, the word no. Right. Knowing when to say no and having the courage to say no. Mm-hmm. Too often we say no to what we should have said yes to right. and say yes to what we should have said no to. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a person, place, or a thing. Okay. okay. That part. That part. That part. So <laughs> you said no because you couldn't see how competition could fit with ministry. Right. And this is the thing that I want the audience to really understand is that God is always doing a new thing. Absolutely. He 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 does things that don't make no sense. So I say all the time I want it don't make no sense kind of blessing. Yeah. So it really didn't make sense that you 4113 and then you win. Mhm. And I was an alternate. And you was an alternate. And you win. Mm-hmm. So what did winning, what was, when you won, what did you get? What did so you win? I, got, I was the last person to get a car from the winners. Well, they don't get cars no more. Mm-mm. I got, um, they said, go to the Ford dealership and pick out any car on the lot that you want. Okay, so you got a Ford <laughs> Yes, car. I had a Ford, uh, I think it was at the time, I won in 2013. I had a Ford 2014 Ford Fusion. They only had 2,000 miles on it. I got a new car. That's a Ford. And mine didn't have 2000 Let's go ahead. <laughs> so I was Fusion. like, oh, my goodness. That was the first time I was ever able to go on a lot and just pick out a car. Just pick out a car. Just let me walk through. Right. Oh, I think I like that one. Oh, and um, I got a cash prize. Okay. And a record deal with um, Kirk Franklin's record label, For Yourself. Okay. So a record deal. Yes. And then also on top of that, millions of people were exposed to me at one time. Yep. So it was an overwhelming um, influctuation of uh, supporters at one time. Mm-hmm. Like when I, After I won the show, I had to turn my phone off. Messages, messages, my, my phone, beep, 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 all day long, all day long, all day long. And my social media was off the chain. I didn't have a manager. I couldn't. We was We were getting at one time like... 50 to like 65 bookings a day. 
And we had to filter to filter through all of that. So I didn't have a team. I was in. I took a leave of absence from Michigan College of Beauty. I was in cosmetology school when I went to audition for the show. So I was. I had a clientele. I was doing hair and makeup. Look, I gotta go do hair. I got. I got a client. <laughs> Yeah, and a million people a sudden, know me. Now, oh my I'm, god! I'm on tour now. I'm, I'm you know I'm on the McDonald's tour now. I'm in uh, the House of Blues tour now. I'm on tour with Ty Tribbett. now. I'm here now. I'm there now. I'm on 106 in Park now. I'm on, so it was just like my life just took a turn, just almost like a suddenly moment. Like mm-hmm. now, I was like, okay, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't prepared for. So this is the question I ask. If a person is planning to walk down that road, whatever road it is, that mm-hmm. there's an opportunity that could blow your life up, how do you prepare? Do your research. Ooh, that's good. Do your research in the field that you want to be in and study other people's failures in that field. Ooh. Study other people's failures. Because we wanna we always wanna highlight the success. Oh, this person did that. How did you do that? How did you do this? How did you? Well, tell me how you failed at it so I can see what not to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to make those same, same mistakes. mistakes. And that's what I didn't do. Okay. I didn't really prepare properly for the doors that God had opened for me, which, made, which is the reason why I am where I am now, is easily a million dollars have went through my hands. Easily. Easily. And you ain't know no, what to done, and didn't have nothing know, to show for it. And didn't know what to do. Spending, didn't know. spending, 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 helping, 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 paying people's bills, taking people, putting people on, taking them on trips. I'm out here. I'm on the beach. I'm over there. I'm buying, buying, buying. Didn't invest. Didn't. I just didn't do right by it. And then didn't know the business. I knew music. I knew how to sing. Yeah. But I didn't know the business. You know, one of the things that I talk about is that your gifts, of course, make room for you. But you have to first discover it, which you knew that you could sing, develop it, and then deliver it. Mm -hmm. But after you do all of that, then you still have other parts of your life that you have to pay attention to. And most people don't know how to pay attention to other things in their life. Mm -hmm. So that's why I do the class that I do around visioning. I do a visioning mastermind group to help people understand the 12 major areas of life. So once you know... The 12 major areas, do you have a plan for each area? Because mm-hmm. you can't just have a plan for one right. or two. And that's what people do. I want I want money. Mm-hmm. I want a relationship. I want to be able to go on trips. Hello? But look. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? The phone's ringing. They were calling in. They can call in. Yeah, they can call in. What's the number? Give me the number so I can tell them to call in. If y'all got questions, y'all can call in. We want to talk to the people. The number here is 313-266-2811. It's such an easy number. Mm -hmm. 313-266-2811. You can call back if you were calling. You can call in and ask your questions. Call me now. Call me now. (laughs) Don't be talking like you a psychic. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, don't get us you gonna get us all kicked out of church. <laughs> she gonna get us kicked out of church. I, I I'm always in trouble at church. I probably got in trouble today because on Fox I talked about respecting differences. Mm. And the example that I used was when Obama made gay marriage legal. Mm-hmm. 
and that people were so angry with him. Yeah. I says, but he was the president of the whole United States, not just your people. Right, right. He got to think about all people. Your caller. Okay, we got a caller. Yes. Hello, caller. Tasha! Tasha! Good morning, Tasha. Good morning, Dr. Sabrina. Oh. Oh, they did say hello to me too. Thank yes, you. Good morning. Hi. Thank you to hello to me too. She said, "Oh, good like morning, oh, you said morning. you said it like oh oh hi, Doctor Sabrina Tasha." Right. I wanted to scream it really louder and make it like long or whatever, but well, hey, this is this is Carmen. How are you? Hi, Carmen. Where hi, in the world is Carmen San Diego? Okay, okay. Don't do it. Don't do it, Tasha. We got she got her own song. Lord Jesus. Listen, let me tell you something. I fell in love with Tasha Paige Lockhart. I don't know if it was like during the time um of the competition. I didn't know who she was. Let me just say that. Okay. And when I um you know, when I went on to vote, I went on to Google her. And I came across a song Uh-oh. that changed my very existence. Mm. Uh oh. And to this day, we're in 2022. Yes, we are. I think this song came out in 2014. Okay. Different. Yeah. Uh-oh, different. L- listen, that changed my life, being in wow. church, you know, my whole life, and never really fitting in. When I heard that song, mm-hmm. it broke all kinds of shackles off of me. Wonderful. I mean, all kind of stackles Wonderful. Off of me. And just watching her, I started following her on social media. The realest person I have ever met. Mm. I mean, I love how at the wow. time when I first started following her, it was people that was coming online that was talking about killing themselves. And Tasha took the time to talk to them people, to minister to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the way that she just gave her of herself, it was it was out of this world. Well, I it really appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing that. And I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, because hearing you say that these moments replay back in my mind when I'm having a hard time. And so knowing that everything that I'm doing is not in vain and knowing that it's the not. things that I have gone through is helping somebody else get through. Ooh, come on. Um, that was a bar. That was good. That was good. I don't good. care what nobody. That should go with my. That should go say. in my in my theme song. Yeah, I think that might. I might have to put that on the shirt. Yeah. The things that I've gone through is helping you get through. No, that it really does. So thank yes. you for being transparent. Yes. Thank you. It for yes, it does. Your support and, and I, uh, yeah. I don't care what nobody say. The two female artists that's at the tip top of my list. You know what? The other ones exist, but they're not really on the list. Uh oh. Tasha Payne Lockhart. And Lily Andrea Johnson. Ooh, That's it for you. Me. I was just with her a That's couple of weeks me. ago. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I yes. appreciate you. Thank you. I love the calling on your life and I'm praying for you and I'm just, you know, I'm thanking God for your life and everything that you went through and how we can see it on the other side. You know, even people like myself who've never met you face to face, you've had an impact on my life. So Amen. I've always wanted to you know, say that to you. So Amen. I love you, Dr. Thank Sabrina. You. Love you. I Tasha. love you too, <laughs> Carmen. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you and you have you a wonderful welcome. and blessed new year. May it be Thank your you. You best, well. be the best year ever. 
Yes, it, yes, it, yes. Listen, I'm, I'm already stepping into it. Come on. <laughs> come on. I love it. I, right. I absolutely thank you so much. I absolutely love when people take the time to tell you the impact that you've had on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the song Different that she's talking about. Yeah. Um, did you write that song? I didn't. Kirk Franklin wrote it. Kirk Franklin wrote it. Well, you know. Yeah. But we had a conversation first. And I always say this was our Ian LeVanzant moment. Like, I was sitting on the couch. We literally had a conversation. He was like, tell me about your life. And I told him. And maybe two days later, he called me like 2 in the morning. It was like, wow. a song. Check your phone right now. And it was different. Wow. I love that. So do you have, out of all your songs, a favorite song? I think Why Not Me may might be my favorite right now. It changes. Okay. Um, because God gave me the lyrics to Why Not Me sitting in the studio two years before I was getting ready to go through a traumatic situation in front of the person who was going to take me through it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's in the studio with me when Uh-oh. I pinned the words to the song. Uh-oh. And you know what? I think sometimes, and I don't know if this happens for you, but it happens for me, that sometimes God gives you little inklings of don't go down that street. Don't go. Down, don't go. Just And you'd be like, mm-mm, I like this street. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I want to like, stay on Ooh, this I like this street. I love this street. I love this street. street. Oh, yeah. And then you get, in, you get <laughs> like, you get like, so you get to the point on the street where you can't turn back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you really can't see the end of the street. You in the middle yes. of the street, mm-hmm. and you like, how? Well, how did? How did I get here? Mm-hmm. How did I? I did, but, and then that's when we really, get, Lord. I guess God be like, I, you didn't pay attention at all. <laughs> all, the, all the warning signs, all, all the red the, flags, all, all the, the red flags, all the warning signs. And so I, for me, and so for the women, that's you know. Tuned in and men too. Yeah, men, cause it's crazy women. Absolutely, out there that be tripping. Mm-hmm. And so when people are um, presenting such a way and they draw you in and you think that oh this is the best thing that happened that has ever Jesus is the best thing that has mm-hmm. ever happened. But you know we think that people are the best things that ever happened. But people change because even when you look at ourselves, I am no longer the person that I was when I was 50. I'll be 57 on my next birthday. Uh-huh. I and look, you look good. I look good, people. This is what 57 looks like. Oh, my goodness. However, we change. Yes. And as we change, the people around us have to be open and willing to learn the nuances that we are becoming. So I, I like, you know, a Michelle Obama song, I mean, book, Becoming. Yeah. Because we're always becoming. Mm-hmm. We're always evolving. We're always changing. So what would you say to a woman or a man who is sitting in a seat right now and they're seeing red flags, mm-hmm. but the people around them go, oh, that girl, yes. And you're going, something, you know, that little, that little nagging thing in your gut that mm-hmm. goes, mm, not, it's, it's too fast. It's not, yes. not now, not this. But you, but you not, they're not paying attention. Listen, what would you say? Listen, listen to the thing that's trying to get your attention. Listen to what God is trying to uh, save you from. Listen. 
And this is the thing. You're going to have to go through something. Absolutely. That's why the words in the song, Why Not Me, says, um, I'm the perfect person to go through this storm. We all, there are tailor-made situations Ooh-oh. that God has for Set up you just for you. Because he knows you. He knows how stubborn you may be. He knows, he knows all, every single detail of you he knows. Because mm-hmm. he created you. Mm-hmm. So he knows all about you. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Only God. Mm-hmm. He knows every single thing about you. So he has, there are tailor-made storms that he's like, I got I to gotta send you through this because this you ain't is the gonna only get it. way you ain't you're going to get, get it. No other way. you to be because I got to frustrate your life for a second. I got to ruffle some feathers because you won't step out. You won't step out on faith and start the business. So I got to do, you won't disconnect from this person. So I got to make them hate you now. They got to, I got to make this, I got to harden this person's heart. That means I have to take how they already feel. You just don't know it yet, but I'm going to lift up the curtain so you can see, see how they really feel about you. Ooh. So now I'm going to make it public Uh-oh. so you can see because mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to disconnect from this person mm-hmm. so I can get you over here. Mm-hmm. And he has to do it. Sometimes we put ourselves in things. So some, some stuff is God. Some stuff is us. And Ooh, and a lot, know when it's you. And a lot of stuff is us. Yeah. And a lot of times we won't own our stuff. A lot of times we won't say that, you know, I, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Or I didn't. Or I didn't. Like I, I was saying on the show a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about what do you do when you're real busy and you have a lot going on uh-huh. and then you meet somebody to date and they don't have nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And so now their whole existence is trying to follow behind you and see what you're doing <laughs> and where, what time you're going to be finished. Or what, you ain't called me. And Alan called you four times. And you look. I got yeah. two words for you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> when I'm busy and you you don't have nothing to do in your life. Not going to be able to do it. Red. Crimson red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, because we're single, you're single. I'm single, but I'm not available. Ooh. Okay, get, explain that. Huh? Explain that. <laughs> so, I met somebody. Oh! That, well, I, I met him four years ago. Okay. And um, <laughs> I actually should have waited on him. Uh-huh, but you weren't patient. When I met him, mm-hmm. he was still married. Okay. I wasn't. Okay. I was single. I just divorced my first husband. Uh-huh. We met at the Word Network. He okay. He was on a financial seminar, and I was singing on a show. And we met. I didn't even know his wife was in the room. She was there. I didn't even know he was married. Mm-mm. Ended up finding out he was married. He never, he didn't flirt with me or anything. Perfect gentleman. He was just like, I love your music. Can I have a picture? We took a picture, and he was like, I always look back at that picture because you leaned in like we knew each other. Like, we, we took a picture together like we was best friends. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I leaned in. We took the picture. Four years later, I'm on Instagram. After I went through all of this, mm-hmm. um, I'm on Instagram, and he was went live, and I got on his live, and he was saying something about being in Atlanta. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in Atlanta. I'm um, doing the... I can't remember what award show I was doing. Uh, I was like, I'm doing this award show, tribute to Mary Mary. And I was like, um, he was like, can I take you out? So he hit me up. Like, can I take you out? I was like, I don't know. I got to see. Because I had been shut down after, mm-hmm. you know, the marriage and the divorce and everything. I'm 
in therapy. I'm going, you know, I'm working on me. And I had so many people have been trying to, it was like I was a first lady magnet. I don't know. I had a sign over my head. Pick me. I want to be somebody's first lady. <laughs> and I said, no, I, don't. I was I saying don't. no left and right. No, no, so, no. Um, I wouldn't go out with anybody. I didn't go on any dates for months. I wouldn't. I was just trying to heal. I, it was it was a very traumatic situation. And I just needed to heal from that. And so I prayed about it and asked God, could I go on a date with him? And, I, and he said, yes. So I said, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. And it was like, I can't even describe it. I can't even put it into words of the feeling that it was just like a <sighs> waiting to it's exhale. No pressure. It's no pressure. It's no pressure to say, "Oh, we gotta hurry up and get married." No, it's no. We're just having fun. That's we're just good. enjoying each mm-hmm. other. We're just friend, really good friends, and we spend time together and we talk about. We don't talk about everything because I changed my perspective on that, too. It's just so much growing that I've been doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm single, but I'm not available. But I am single. Ooh. I, had to, I had to make that whole She is whole single, but not available. That's it. I'm single and available. Oh, okay. I'm single and ready to mingle. Come on. I am. I am, I am, but it it takes. It, what you what you making that face for, Miles? Nothing. I'm on the phone. Hello. <laughs> I love it. I am. I'm single, and one of the things I, I I think that as people we have to make sure that we don't mm-hmm. have unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because a lot of times we put expectations on people that's not fair to them. We can't make people make us happy. Right. You have to be happy on your own. Mm-hmm. You have to enjoy your own time, your own space, yes. your own. I love my own jokes and I I love my sense of humor. Oh my god. I do. I laugh all the time. I just be by myself just laughing. I be people she got to be a little crazy <laughs> cuz she just a laughing. But I do. I laugh. I I enjoy my own company. I enjoy my thoughts because I'm not negative in my thinking. Mm-hmm. And so I need someone that doesn't walk around like they have their own personal storm cloud Mm -hmm. because some people do. Right. If you just negative, you a negative Nate. No, Mm -hmm. I cannot do it. Uh -uh. That's an uh -uh. I love the uh -uh moments. Mm -hmm. Uh -uh. No, no, no. So you uh, had this experience. You did Sunday's best. You uh, won, which changed your life. It exposed you to millions of people. You had all these requests. And what did you do to build a team? Um, <laughs> been down that road, too, of trusting people, family members. Um, and then there was a guy who was working for Universal at the time. And he was um, uh, working for one of the radio stations here in the, in the city. And he was a member of my parents' church. Mm-hmm. And I always told him, like, you know, when I make it, I'm bringing you on board. You know, we all, He's my oldest son's godfather. So, okay. like, he's, been, he's a part of the family. And um, so when Sunday Best happened, I called him and was like, I'm ready. You know, let's work. Brought him on board. He was um, assisting me at the time. And he was my role manager. He was doing bookings. He was doing a lot of wearing a lot of hats. And, um... And I ended up finding out that he was stealing money when I went on tour with Tyler Perry. He was uh, he was taking deposits 
and booking dates without me knowing. And so usually I'm kind of hands-on with everything. I like to be CC'd in the emails and yes. want to see what's, what your correspondence and all of that. Even though I'm, you're speaking on my behalf and I may not even in, ever interject in that, I still want to see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he wasn't doing that. And so I'm like, how come we not getting no bookings? And he was like, I don't know. Just really act like he didn't know. And then I had churches saying, calling me like, well, I'm trying to get in touch with your management. You know, we put out the flyer. You haven't reposted the flyers. And we're trying to book flights, but we're not getting any uh, response And they then and they sent $10,000 worth of deposits. And I had churches trying to sue me and everything saying I was a no call, no show. And it was dates that was being booked that I had no idea. It is so important when you are the brand, because you're the brand, Mm -hmm. that people get the spirit of you when people come for you. Yeah. Um, And I know that well because I I speak for a living. So, of course, people call to book a date and and I do a lot of corporate work. And corporations, they don't don't play. You, You know, you... When McDonald's call and you book McDonald's, you need to be there. Right. And you need to be accessible. And if they need to talk to me, then they need to talk to me mm-hmm. because there may be some things that they need to talk with me about, about the training or about the speaking or whatever. And so it is important to have a good team. It is. So I'm building my team again. Okay. And uh, I'm letting God what are you, just... So what are you doing different now? Vetting. Thoroughly. And what do you mean Vetting. Because like, some people don't know what that means. Background check. Hello. Um, um, of course, you know, discernment, spiritual side, but just on the natural, just we got a vibe. We got to, if I got to be out of town with you, if I got to be on tour with you, I got to like you. Hello. You know, I have to like you and I have to be comfortable being vulnerable around you because going through different stages in life, different things happen. You know, I may be grieving over something, loss of loved one or anything, and you're around. We got to be able to vibe. We have to have, um, you know, that compatibility. It's you, ha- you have to be compatible with the people you work with, not just in relationships. Absolutely. All, I always say that the number one problem people have is other people because it's never what I'm doing. I can figure that out. Mm-hmm. It's who I have to do it with. Right. And it's making sure that you get the right person, not just to be around you, but for the role that they're occupying. Yes. So I talk about how when we hire, we have to hire not only for the connection and who we are and how we work together, but what are you going to do in that role? Can you really do Can the role? Can you do it? And I want some. I want people around me that are self-sufficient. I don't want to have to come pick oh you up. Oh, my God. Unless your, I mean, if your car breaks break down, down, yeah. Okay, yeah but, but I don't want to have to come pick you up. I don't want to always have to give you money. I don't always want to have to give you money to do the things I'm asking you to do if I'm already paying you. Does that ooh, make ooh, sense? Ooh, ooh, ooh. So if 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 you if I'm saying I need some clothes picked up from the cleaners, I don't want you to have to say, "Oh, I don't could have no ca- gas." Could you cash out me money for gas? Uh uh-uh. And that's not being cruel. It's it's just over the years. It's like if I was working for someone, and I was assist- an assistant for a couple of people before. So when I'm working for somebody, it's like I'm trying to put out fires for you. I don't want to create more problems. I'm supposed to be the help. Yes. That is important. <laughs> and so now I want people who are listening to understand if you are the person who is in the space of assisting, 
Know that there is an anointing on the assistant role. Mm -hmm. Do not feel like you are less than because you are not the person that is in the 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 seat. You know, people uh, feel like because I believe that it's important. I could not do what I do without good help. Mm -hmm. I could not. Oh, my God, do I need good help. And Brianna, I'm going to tell you, I'm a mess. I'm a mess sometimes. I'm just a mess. So they'd be like, did you get the text? Did you did you respond to the text? Like, uh-uh, I didn't. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I love that I have a team that is concerned about me. Mm-hmm. They pray for me. They, you know, on top of things, they slow me down because I'll take everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like people call and I go, oh, okay. You want to we okay. Yeah. They like, no, you need some self time. Mm-hmm. So the very thing that we busily do for other people, we need to have people that help us to do it for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, I, I do want to talk about this thing that you have under your belt now. You are a uh, actress. Yes. And so you were in a Christmas movie. I was in a Christmas movie called I don't remember the name. <laughs> Um, Kirk Franklin's The Night Before Christmas. Oh, okay. And it's on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime. So, yes, that was very good. And you play, you singing, you was in the kitchen cooking. Mm -hmm. You was cooking, you and Isaac. Singing with Isaac Isaac who was a crazy person. He's so silly. You Mm -hmm. can tell he's just silly. Um, We had fun filming this movie, though. And I was able to learn from um, Notori Naughton and um, Luke James. Learned so much from them. they're accomplished actors and actresses, and they just was pouring into us every chance they got, just giving us. That's so nice. Yeah. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy that movie. And then I and, it, and I like the fact that Frank Kurt Franklin was there, but he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That was so mm-hmm. cool. I was like, he not he? <laughs> right, right. He not, they said, you know him. No, he died. <laughs> right. Several right. years ago. Well, she was just talking to him. I saw it. I was like, him? Oh, no, you can't be talking about him. him. That was so good. (laughs) So uh, do you have more acting coming? I do. I started getting phone calls. Um, I've always wanted to be in that space even more. But now that people are starting to see, oh, no, she's good. So I, um, because I'm always studying. I'm studying when I'm talking to other people. Mm -hmm. I'm studying when I'm Mm -hmm. talking to you. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at your mannerisms. I'm Mm -hmm. looking at what, because it's in the conversation. Mm -hmm. It is. You know what I mean? So when I'm playing a role, I can reference back to if somebody that I'm talking to, you know, and I'm like, oh, I remember when I had this conversation with Dr. Jackson and the way she, her face went when she did, and I'll go into that. So mm-hmm, I'm always studying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I just, I just pay attention like that. And so I'm just excited because I've been doing it all my life. I've been, my mother always says it like, you've been acting all your life. You've all been your acting. life, baby. You've <laughs> so been acting. So I love to have fun. I love to talk. I love to laugh. It's always a good time. So do you think you would want to do drama? Yes. Absolutely. I want to do I want to be I'm I'm saying this. I'm, I've never said this publicly. I've always said it to people close to me, but I'm going to say it publicly because I know God's going to make it happen. And I'm already on the road to it. I'm going to be an EGOT member. All right. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be an EGOT member. All and right. it's not a lot of black EGOT members. I know it's only five but, or um, six. Um, Felicia Richard. Felicia Richard. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Um, Sydney uh, Portier and um, what's his name? Uh, what's uh, the guy? Uh, John Legend. John Legend. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Yep, John Legend. Yeah, is EGOT. Member. And um, so EGOT, if you don't know, that is Emmy, Emmy? 
um, Grammy, Grammy Oscar, Oscar, and Tony. And a Tony. Yeah. So that's that's all. That's Broadway, television, movies, and music. So have you done Broadway? Not yet. Oh. But I had a call today about it. What? Today? Because you better come on. On the way he here. Got, he got member. I'm going to have an Emmy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Grammy. Absolutely. going to have an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to have a Tony. A EGOT member. Absolutely. Ah! Yeah. And you heard it here on Speaking <laughs> Life. She's on Spoke It. I spoke life. Spoke life on that thing. Yes. I love it. All right, EGOT member. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to come to the uh, award show. So, you got new music? I have. I released a Christmas single. My first Christmas single is called Holiday Ride. Um, and it's a, a mashup. So, it's a lot of your favorite Christmas songs on one beat. It's a total What's vibe. the beat? Okay, give me the vibe. Um, so, the way, the way it starts out, gonna have a merry, 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 merry Christmas, yeah. Fa la la la. Fa la la la, fa la 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 la, and I just go through a lot of your favorite Christmas songs: Jingle Bells, um, Hark the Herald, Angels We Have Heard on High, Go Tell It on the Mountain. It's just, and it's a vibe. That beat is driving, and it's it's so fun. It's so fun. I love a fun Christmas song. Yeah, I really do. I love it, yeah. and I love the fact that you know you'll get on Instagram and you'll start singing. Just little, just little things. Mm-hmm. You're just because you like singing. You know, you just like to sing. <laughs> and so, I like when you do the the do re mi fa sol la ti do, mm-hmm. and then you go back down the scale. Okay, do that now. <laughs> okay, do that now. Okay, uh, do that. look, do that now. Do do re mi fa sol la ti do, do ti la sol fa mi re do, do re mi fa sol la ti do. Do ti la so fa mi re do Do re mi fa so la ti do Do ti la so fa mi re do Do re mi fa so la ti do Do ti la so fa mi re do Okay, that was for Dr. Sabrina, I'm just saying. But you know the one thing that I remember when Aretha passed and you sang... At Shane Park, mm-hmm. and you sang both on the Christian part, yeah, yeah, and on the secular part. And then I was sitting there going, "She could have sang the whole tribute. <laughs> you could have just sang all the songs. You really could have just sang all the songs. It's just too kind. No, just you could have sang all. You could have sung Mary, don't you weep, <laughs> all the way to." <laughs> Uh, Mr. Feel Good. I'm we just, had a great time. Oh my God, I had such a great time. Yeah, it was it was so good. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis was f- fun too. She's a, she is hilarious. Hilarious. She's fun. That was it was just a good night. Mm-hmm. It was a good night. And it felt good to know that I was requested by the family to be a part of that. And one of the family members came to me and said that she was looking for me. She literally had asked somebody to get my number to call me. Yeah, I don't know a, what she was going to tell me. Just to know that Aretha Franklin wanted to get in contact with me. Wow. That right there just so many things show me how much God loves me. Oh, he does. He does. He loves us. <laughs> oh, my God. I, when I first started doing radio, I started doing radio in 2000. My first radio show I ever did. Mm-hmm. And 
Aretha liked talk radio. Mm -hmm. And so she would listen. And one day she called the station, but she didn't want to come on air. And she told them, just tell Dr. Sabrina, you know, tell her I'm on the tell her I'm on the line. Mm -hmm. And so when they came and said she was on the line, I said, no, she not. Why are y'all trying to trick me? Y'all are not tricking me. So I, I pick up the phone. She goes, I told, I told them to tell you, because she'd be whispering when she talked. Yeah. <laughs> I told them to tell you, because I have a question. You said something, and it really made me think, where can I find additional? Because she was a reader. She was, a, you know, she was very bright, mm -hmm. and so she liked information. So if you pricked her, her idea, you know, her mind about something, that she wanted to go and research it herself and mm -hmm. figure out more about it herself. So it was just phenomenal to know that she would be, like, listening. Yeah. And then I'll yeah. say, okay, I like what you said about that. Where can I find? So you don't wrote something on that? I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. Like I knew, like I've known, like I start the show by saying I know incredible people. I, I really do. Like I knew, had conversations with Rosa Parks. Mm. That's crazy. Wow. Like, like, and to hear her tell a story about the Million Man March mm -hmm. and that when they called her to do the Million Man March, she really didn't feel like going. She said, it's for me and I don't, I don't need to go. She wasn't going to go until one of her funders for her nonprofit called mm -hmm. her and said, we'll defund you. If you don't go. If you do go. Oh, if you do? Yeah. Oh, wow. And she said, oh, that's what made my decision to go. Because <laughs> you're not going to tell me I can't do something. Right. And she went. I said, oh, my God, I love that story. Wow. And to hear her tell it, mm -hmm. it was just amazing. Mm -hmm. So I do, I do, I know incredible people, as you do. You, you know incredible We're people. We're blessed. So blessed. blessed. I think really that's, I, that's one thing I want um, this generation that's coming up now to know how incredible your city is. When you start talking about Detroit and who all comes out of Detroit, like my grandfather, if you go to Hitsville, USA, um, the Motown Museum, mm -hmm. he's on the wall. Mm -mm. He was with a group called the Monitors. I love the Monitors. Yeah. So my grandfather was in that group. What? And just to have that. In my history of my yes. family, yes, you know, the bloodline. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. I was able to be a part of the Motown 60th anniversary mm -hmm. and meet Barry Gordy, and to actually talk to him face to face and ask him, you know, tell him I'm Warren Harris's granddaughter, and he hugged me. And I remember your grandfather. We called him Sonny, and he was one of the vocal coaches for the the, the Tops and the Temptations. Like that's my grand, my mother's father. Wow. Some incredible people came out of our city. And I think our young people really need to know, like, who came our out heritage. of your city. Yeah, mm -hmm. because we need to shape their minds so they can understand, like, Detroit is not just known for crime. Thank you. <laughs> and, and yeah, Mo and the stuff that Motown did was a long time ago. But that spirit, that, that it still lives on today. Yes. And we have to motivate them and get them to understand that. Whatever you have in you that's creative or something that you can do to contribute to the history of your city, what mark are you leaving here? Well, I think about the uh, choir. What's the um, what's Detroit the, Youth Choir? The, Detroit Youth Choir. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Mm -hmm. So amazing. Yeah. They're young people. They're talented. They are seen and known all over the world. Absolutely. And, yes, they came right from here. And so we have to recognize that you can make your mark, but you have to start. You have to start. You have to start somewhere. Because I say this all the time. Every single person had a first day. Mm -hmm. There was a day that we didn't know who Oprah was. Mm -hmm. There was a day we didn't know who Jay-Z was. Tyler Perry. This, 
we didn't know who they were, but they did make a first day mm-hmm. so they could have a second day. Absolutely. And that's what we have to do. And that's what Tasha Page Lockhart did when she got on that plane to go to do the audition. She came in 4,113, <laughs> then made the top 100. Because, see, this is what happens. Sometimes we're in the... We're in. <laughs> Poor Brianna. Brianna is down there just making a. She's making noises and she done draw. It's our background music. It's our background. Look at her laugh. It's so funny. Uh, but I, you, you, I want people to understand that even when it looks like you're losing, mm. you really win it. Sometimes you gotta lose to win again. Come on, Fantasia. Come on. You have to understand that it's never over. It's never over. It's never over. As long as you have breath in your body. Come on. It's and I don't long. care how old you are. Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. have an opportunity to do it again. I remember, yeah. and I tell the story, and it's interesting because Genesis, who is my assistant, her grandfather is Wayne T. Jackson. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's her granddaddy. And so I, when Wayne T. started his network, mm-hmm. they offered me my own TV show. Mm. And I had a contract, and I signed it, and I never did it. Mm. And I never did it because I, in my head, kept saying, I don't want to be fat on TV. Mm-hmm. So I just wouldn't do it. They would call me and say, are you ready to come in? I said, oh, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. Can't, can't come. I love that. I'm, I'm so, so busy. busy. Just so busy. Can't do it. But then I was talking to the late, great Bishop Wright. Mm -hmm. And he knew that I had the contract. And so he said, daughter, when you going to start the show? I told the people the show coming. Mm -hmm. And I says, Bishop, I don't want to be fat on TV. And he said to me, don't you know that God knew the package you were in Mm -hmm. when he opened the door of opportunity? There is somebody sitting at home that needs to see you in that package. Mm. So you helping me because I when I saw the movie, I was just like, oh no, I'm getting back on keto. Vain. This is not vanity. When we I was like, when I we can't be. when we look at ourselves and we start to do all of that, that's vanity. That's mm-hmm. what he said. That's vanity. He says God will use it all. Yeah. Don't you limit. Because of what your stinking thinking says about mm-hmm. what you see. Mm-hmm. So now I did lose weight. Mm-hmm. I did. I'm, done. I'm down 140 pounds. Let's go. And I uh, still got a little, little to go. Got to do some tightening. Mm-hmm. I might do the Sono Bella. Sono Bella. Mm-hmm. I, might, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to do something. I just don't want to be cut on. Enough cutting. I don't want to be cut on. Mm-hmm. But I just know that there is somebody waiting for a breakthrough, but you got to do what you do because you are a piece of the breakthrough. Yeah. But when you say, I'm not, no, I don't, I'm not too fat. I remember for me, having my arms out is a big deal because I yeah. have the wings. Mm-hmm. I have wings. And so I wore my arms out on Fox 2. Mm. And I looked incredible. <laughs> Oh my God! I look, but it was a, it was for me. It right. was a me thing, and so we have to always push ourselves and and make sure that we keep trying and doing something different, and don't get locked into negative thoughts about yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Got to do it, and I'm still going to work on it. 
Oh, yeah, you can. Um, but I'm not going to turn down no opportunities. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Don't turn down the opportunity because you're going, oh, I'm not small enough. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So new music? New music. We did the first. I did my first live recording October 12th. I know I wasn't in town. <sighs> yeah, right. I wasn't Right, right. Because you told me, he was like, yeah. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to It was incredible. Here. I opened up the recording playing the drums. A lot of people don't know I play drums. What? So I showed a different side of myself, and uh, it was just incredible. I finally have relieved myself of the pressure of singing for people. Uh-oh. So I don't sing for people. <laughs> that might sound crazy. No. But I just I just let it go. I let it go. I don't tell people to stand up. I don't tell them how to react to what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I don't thank tra- you. Oh, I, get so I want you to react however you, you feel like react. you want. If you yeah. want to kneel, bow, run, laugh, cry, stand, whatever it may be. I've ha- I've watched people sit there with a straight face and listen to me sing and come up to me in tears after the concert. Right. And say, you don't know how you just helped me. Right. See, that kind of stuff. Right. You can't read it. Yeah. Everybody responds differently. And it's not for you to see. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes if you're looking to see it, then it's then it's. God is saying, no, I got that. Yeah. You just do what I told yeah. you to do. Right, right. If he tell me to show up and speak, I'm going to speak. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Right. And I know that what I can do to a room. Listen. Many people can't do to a room what I can do to a room mm-hmm. because that's my gift. Mm-hmm. And so when you know your gift, you walk in it. Absolutely. And you don't have to beg people and prime them. And I hate when people be up just, uh, I need you to get with me. Y'all not going to get with me. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Not. I just open my mouth and do what I've been blessed that's to do. That's, that's what I do. To do. Yep, and that's what I do. I was like, give me a microphone and me and God going to do it. And that's all that you need to yeah. do. Yeah. So new movies coming. New movies. Reality. Plays. The TV show is coming. Yes. Reality yeah, show? We filmed a reality show. Yeah. I thought so. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's coming. Um, music, more content, visuals. Yeah. Okay. And you might see me on the podcast. You might see me on the radio. Me on the radio. It's so much. You just never know. You never know what the. Uh, but it's uh, a store is coming. A store is coming. I'm opening up a store with my brand Tasha Marie. Okay. So we'll have eyewear, hats, shoes, clothing. It's just so much. Okay. So it's and that's coming. When is that coming? I I don't have my um my opening date yet. Okay, so we're still doing okay. the renovations in the store. Okay, I'll be releasing the date probably next week. Oh, okay. So we're gonna talk about it here. You know, we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about it here. We're gonna talk about it because we want to support you. Thank you. I we absolutely that. love what you do. I absolutely love you singing. Oh my God, you can sing. <laughs> and so I'm just gonna go on since we're on. I'm just gonna ask her. Could you do a a, a theme song for me? Absolutely. Speaking life with Dr. Sabrina. <laughs> it's a done deal. Thank you. Because I need my own. I love having my own song. I do. I love having mm-hmm. a theme song. I think about I'm going to get you, sucker, when he was walking with his own theme song. That's, everybody needs a theme song. Everybody needs a theme everybody song. Everybody needs a theme song. So I want to thank you so much for coming to hang out with me today and speaking life and sharing about your life, which is a tremendous blessing to know the things that you've gone through. We ain't even scratched the surface, oh, really. You goodness. gotta come back. You gotta come back. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta talk about the good stuff. The, yeah. The, 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 you know, the stuff people go, what? You did drugs. What? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part. Uh, and see how God don't use your past to determine and your See, future. we gotta talk about how I forgave myself for being raped. 
uh oh. Just that opening statement right there and how that sounds. People be like, how did, why would you have to forgive yourself for being raped? That's good. We got to do part two. We just got to do part two. That's We just got to talk about two. it. We got to talk about it. We got to do part two. So we're going to have her back. We're going to have a Tasha Page Lockhart part two. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, where people can find you? Uh, social media. I'm on um, Instagram, Tasha Page Lockhart. There's no I in Page. There's no E in Lockhart. Okay. Tasha Page Lockhart. Because people be Yeah, they be, be mixing up all the time. Uh-huh. On on Twitter is Tasha Lockhart and then I'm I just got on um um, TikTok. TikTok. I'm still learning it. Okay. I'm I'm so late to TikTok. But it's um Tasha Page Lockhart three two one. Three two one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want to thank you all for joining me every single week right here at Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina. Come back next week. I'm going to try and twist her arm and see if I can get her back. The next show that we do will be part two. So we're going to get on her schedule and it'll be part two. (laughs) So I want you all, if I don't see you, have a happy new year. Take care. Bye. (laughs) 